2: Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership that unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker all for making a $50 or more first-time deposit at PointsBet. I'm Jay Zawoski. With me, as always, are Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi. Fellas, good morning. Good morning. What's going on? A happy Friday to everybody out there. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Uh, got s- some NHL playoff action to get to. We also had Game 1 of the Rockford Icehawks and Chicago Wolves series begin Last night, and that's where we're going to start. Our Greg Boyson was there. He wrote about it this morning for allchgo.com. Lucas Reichel scored. Hey. Can we just yeah, end it there? Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> And then nothing else <laughs> happened.:
1: That would have been cool because uh, that was about it for the night. It was uh, it was a lopsided beatdown. That's what happened last night. Um, not good start for the ice hogs. And in a, only a best uh, out of five series, they really got to figure out a way to steal one here in game two, or else it's going to be really challenging. We talked about it in our uh, series preview episode Wednesday, when we had the, uh, the great Billy Gardner and Joey Z on with us, that the Wolves were coming off... 12-day layoff because they had that buy, that quote-unquote reward for winning the division. So, you know, we had talked about that maybe the Ice Hogs can get the jump early. That wasn't the case. You would have thought that it was the Ice Hogs who hadn't played in almost two weeks. Uh, The Wolves just came out, had the pressure on. They had nine of the first ten shots on goal in the game before the Lucas Reichel goal, and that came. Nice play by him. Uh, He forced a turnover at the blue line, uh, stripping the puck away from ex-Blackhawk Richard Ponick and then got in on a breakaway and beat Alex Lyon for his second goal in three playoff games. So, um, you know, you're seeing Lucas Reichel perform well in the playoffs. That's encouraging. But then after that, the Wolves got a, a goal late in the first period and then took the lead with a power play goal with 10 seconds left to go in the period they got three more in the second or last one in the in the third. Evan Barrett scored late in the game to make it uh 6 to 2, which was the final score. Arvid Soderblom did not come out for the third period. I mean, he was out, he was on the bench. He was pulled. And there was no injury. Yeah. Um you know, uh Anders Sorensen head coach said it wasn't necessarily performance based, but they wanted to just get him out and get him a little rest. They're going to have back-to-back games Saturday night and Sunday afternoon, so I think he kind of knew that, hey, there's no point to play him in this third period. Let's rest him up while we can and and move on to game number two. And that was kind of the message out of the Ice Hogs locker room was um, it is what it is. They punched us in the mouth. We got to come back next on Saturday and and punch back or else we're in big trouble. So the one
2: interesting, oh, go ahead, Jay. No, it's all right. It's funny, you know, we think about these, I'm guilty of this. I'm pointing the thumb at myself and no one else. Sometimes I'm guilty of saying like, well, you know, the Wolves are, they're so experienced in the playoffs and they've been through this so many times and you forget it's not the NHL. Like these rosters turn over fast, right? And yeah, they do have a few more veteran pieces than the ice Hogs do and that's by design that's how the wolves organization works and we can get into this down the road that's it, it, kind of why the hawks one of the reasons the hawks and wolves have never teamed up is because the hawks want full control but i think to my tendency to write it off as experience versus inexperience is, is probably incorrect wouldn't you agree with that like it's there's a lot of guys in the wolves who have never really played in a game like this either
1: yeah i mean the wolves have a bunch of guys that either came over from europe or juniors or college have only been on the team for like a month yeah so they they have a lot of first time go rounds too.
2: So it's not just a built-in excuse for Rockford, and it, it's funny you mentioned and and I it's so it's so funny that Billy Gardner focused on that 12-game layoff so much as he did during our preview, and they show the Wolves showed none of that. They came out from jump and yeah, they got down one-nothing on the on the Reichel breakaway, but still like they were dominating that entire game. So the layoff did not affect them at all, and, and you got to wonder what was what was behind the slow start or the lack of readiness for the IceHogs, aside from being baby Blackhawks and just sort of yeah. following the lead of their parent team, I guess.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think you know to the to the difference in, in the roster construction, some of some of the top pl- producers for the Wolves this season have have are guys that are you know pretty pretty veteran as as far as you know AHL players go. Um, they're they're players that have have been around you know the AHL or in the NHL back and forth for some time so they have you know more of that that experience that big game experience um, than than I would say the majority of the Ice Hogs roster does but yeah I mean it's it's still it's still a lot of you know not as experienced players you know still going on on, on both sides but I think. I think the wolves, you know, there, like you said, there was some worry about, you know, maybe being rusty rather than rested. But it seemed like they were they were fresh and ready to go. And and the ice hogs, you know, it was it was a, it was a tough series against uh, against Texas. You know, it's just two games. Like it's a it's a tough two games. They they had to go to overtime. Like you know, Arvid Soderboom really had to work hard in 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 two games uh, of, of of time. And um, I don't want to say the ice hogs are already worn down, but. You know, maybe it's maybe it's a little bit of trying to, you know, get their legs back uh, to, to to full speed after, you know, going through two tough games and then having a, a small layoff and then having to get back at it against not the fifth place team in the Central, but the first ta- first place team, not only in the Central, but in all of the AHL. So it's, it's a it's a it's a tough,
2: uh, tough mountain to climb. And, and the Wolves yeah. seem so yes, I... go ahead, Greg. Sorry, I keep interrupting you.
1: I was just gonna say that the the ice hogs, you know, they might have been resting a little on their laurels. Hey, we won eight of twelve games from this team in the regular season, including five here at the allstate arena. You know, right, maybe right. that inexperience crept in where they thought, well, we know how to beat these guys. Let's just go out and do it. And then it was like, holy crap, these guys are just all over <laughs> us, and we have no answer.
2: Yeah. yeah, and and it seems like from top to bottom with the with the wolves, that layoff seemed like their biggest concern. You know, everybody was talking. It wasn't just Billy Garner. Anything you would read previewing the series talked about that layoff. So that must have just been pounded home to them and say, we've got to start fast. We've got to start fast. We've got to stay ready. We've got to practice with intensity, all those things. And uh, boy, for at least for game one, they were ready to go.
1: Yeah, I, Ryan Wersofsky, uh, Wolves head coach, I talked to him after the game, and he gave credit to his guys saying, you know, they worked hard those 12 days, there, were, there was intense practices, long meetings, <clears throat> all kinds of stuff, and they were just ready to go, they kept pounding home the message that we just gotta, we gotta stick to our game and play, uh, I was at their practice Tuesday morning, and it was, it was full speed, these guys were doing one-on-one battles, they were ready to go, so... um, You know, credit to them for not letting that affect them. So many teams, I think, would have had you know the the slow concrete legs the first few minutes, and it just wasn't there. And they they came right out of the gate. Um, There's a couple concerning things, observations concerning things regarding the Ice Hogs. They took eleven penalties in Game One. That's that's too many. No, you can't. Uh, You can't do that. Not against the against the Wolves that that have such a good power play. And then their own power play went zero for four. The end of the second period, they had a five-on-three advantage for a minute and 24, and got zero shots on the net.
2: <laughs> it's I've so heard, familiar. I've heard, I've it's heard so that before. Familiar oh enough. no,
1: they are they are NHL ready. <laughs> They're in Rockford, but and it was it was the same freaking thing. It wasn't that they were shooting the puck and missing or getting blocked. They weren't even attempting to shoot the puck. It was pass it around the zone, wait for the down four goals with four minutes to go in the second period, and we're trying to find the perfect shot. It was maddening because um, I'd seen it before, just at the United Center so many times this season. It's like, what is going on here in this this organization? Shoot the damn puck when you have more than one guy. You know, when you have more guys than the other team does.
2: Right. Yeah. It just uh, doesn't and, have to be complicated. It, it's, no. you know, you, and even in, especially you watch the playoffs, how many in, in NHL or AHL, how many like really beautiful goals do you see? They're almost all just throw the puck at the net and three or four guys are crashing. Right, you know, yeah. just look at the game winner in Tampa last night, right? Yeah. Br- Brandon Hagel makes a play. Braden points right in front and it's, it's not pretty. It's ugly. It's a scramble. Calgary won the same way the other day. That's just how it, you get playoff goals.
1: Yeah, I mean, nobody cares how you score them this time of year. You just have to score them. It, it's right. not about style points. It's not about making ESPN's highlight reel. It's about winning the damn game, and you can't win if you don't shoot. It's frustrating. Um, and it's bad habits for young players to pick up this early in their career. Uh, and I did think, I think next year I'm going to have a little side project to see, um, because, of course, both teams were doing our one of our biggest pet peeves, and that's the Drop pass on the power play, uh, and I think next year, if I if I can figure out the time and exactly what I'm looking for, I'm gonna I'm gonna start tracking exactly on average how much time a night you waste on your own power play by making that play. Wow, yeah,
0: good luck I with mean, that. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's gonna you know it's gonna be you know a few a few seconds uh, a night, but over 82 games, that
1: I mean yeah, that's gonna, gonna come up
0: to a lot of wasted power play time.
1: Right, because not only are you wasting the time to make the pass back and then cover the ground you just were at, you're allowing the team to set up at the yeah at the blue line and prevent you from even getting into the ice. I, all about you know you you want to take advantage and not give them time to set up. So maybe that's that's something to look into too. Is is not only how much time does it waste, but how many the percentage of times that you do that play that doesn't result in a clean zone entry. Uh-huh. Yeah, it, it's funny. Is it even worth it? Maybe it, I'm it wrong. Almost, it almost never does.
2: A lot of teams are doing it though. It's not just the Hawks in the ice. No, Hawks. It's, it's
1: it's the standard. The Wolves were doing it all night too. It was on both sides of the ice. I'm trying to if
2: it, trying it, to visualize. It's what Pat Foley calls the slingshot. If you're if you're listening at home, get your get your brain telestrator out. Is you've got one player rushing through the center of the ice, as he gets to the blue line, he stops and drops the puck to another player rushing down the middle. That player tries to enter the zone cleanly, and maybe the idea is, if the defenders have a more obstructed view of the puck carrier, he gets in easier. I I really don't know because if, if the first player, the guy who makes the drop pass, is attacking with speed. Why does he need to drop it to another guy attacking with speed, right? Like what's the con- like what is the concept between the, like with the drop pass? What does that accomplish that a regular power play rush? Does not. That I is the question you, I need answered.
0: You usually just end up with nine guys in front of the puck carrier standing at the blue line. Correct. And then they have to try and either power through the 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 defense that's just sitting there covering everybody, or they have to then chip it and everyone goes to the corner but, uh, from but, from a dead stop. Like, yeah, exactly. I, you can't I dump never, and
2: chase when you're not moving. It's, yeah, you're going from I, a dead stop.
0: I never understand the. And, yeah, there's probably someone who, who can explain it a little bit better in, in how it's supposed to successfully work. And there are teams that successfully do it, but I think, you know, there's... <laughs> yeah, but they're there's, good. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. There's a difference between, you know, strategy and execution. Like, the Bla- the Blackhawks and, uh, you know, I think I was watching the, the Maple Leafs do it, and I was just like, well, okay, but they they know they do it so much, so much better. Like, oh, that's why it's supposed to work. Like, oh, okay, I, I get it. But, you know, when you when you see the Blackhawks do it, I feel like it's like nine times out of ten, they either lose the puck, you know, someone tries to carry it in to the offensive zone and, it, and they lose it at the dots on the boards or something, or they have to dump it in and then they don't win the dump-in battle. So it's just like, I really don't know why you wouldn't. To me, when you have a rush on the power play... I don't know why you don't try and get it into the zone using, you know, your your forward players and then if you want to drop back and and, and drop, drop a pass, at least you can get it into the zone and then drop it back to the guys coming in behind you once you're in the offensive zone. Don't drop it back and try and force everything from your own zone through the neutral zone into the uh, opponent's zone. Like just try and get it in on 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 the forwards accord and then if you have to drop it back Drop it back once you're in the zone.
2: I I don't know. I'm, I'm not a coach, it, so I, I, <laughs> I'm just like you know. I'm gonna I'm yeah. just gonna say it again. Time for the flying V. Let's oh yeah, go. of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it never fails. The and you just v turn, you there. know, you just get rid of off, the offsides rule, and that work that works perfectly. Perfectly. Uh, <laughs> one more thing I want to get to on the uh, ice ice hogs topic. Evan Barrett scored a goal, his first professional playoff goal. 2017 third round pick. Uh, for the Hawks and this is a name as we go through our list of prospects that hasn't gotten a lot of buzz and Greg and Mario too I know you guys have seen him play a lot is he just sort of not developing enough do you think he's in the long-term plans of the Hawks like what does the future hold Blackhawks wise for Evan Barrett I thought for sure we'd see him up there this year at some point
1: I I I don't see an NHL future in his I don't see an NHL career in his future to be honest with you I think he's an AHL guy he's just he's that tweener player there's just not yeah. enough there he's not fast enough um, yeah he likes to mix it up he likes to be pesky he likes to play physical so it's just not enough there to make you go oh wow like you know he got passed up by so many like two years ago there was, it was a lot about him he's gonna be the ice hogs number one center and this is his chance and then all of a sudden guys like Matthew Highmore guys like Brendan Hagel that play the same style, we're passing him up just because they were faster uh, and had a little more offensive upside. I just don't at this point. I don't see him having a long, long-term NHL run in him. I, I see him being one of those career HL guys that maybe gets a game or two when a team has got you know a bunch of injuries and you know gets four minutes a night on on the fourth line. I, I hope I'm wrong. He's a, he's a he's a really good kid. He's always Gracious to talk to he talked to the media last night with with a giant ice pack on his ribs So, you know, he, he's he's a pro when it comes to that stuff uh, You know, I would want him to succeed just because he's a good guy I just I don't see it there from a from an overall talent and speed package
0: Yeah, I, I think there were a lot of expectations for him, you know He had a he had a pretty successful college career, you know, he played for uh, the world team USA at the world juniors Um you know, I think there there was a there there was a lot of expectation for him, but yeah, I, I don't think his ceiling is what what it was what it may have perceived to have been a few years ago. I think his ceiling now is, is like Greg said, like maybe maybe on a on a on a team that has some injuries or, or has some, you know, some lack lacking in, in, in a roster spots, um, he might be, you know, a bottom you know, bottom six option, but that might be where he tops out now. I don't I don't really think he's got Like Greg said, I don't think he's got, like, a long NHL career to develop into. But could be wrong.
2: Well, I hope you guys are all enjoying CHGO as much as Greg, Mario, and I are enjoying doing these shows. If you do, well, we appreciate it. The best way, though, to support CHGO is to download the PointsBet app. And when you do, make sure you use that code CHGO when you sign up because you're going to do that and you're going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But you're also going to get a free CHGO membership If you make a $50 or more first time deposit, that's going to get you access to all of our web content and a free shirt from the CHGO Locker. We've all been wearing them on the shows lately. They look awesome. Greg and I matched yesterday on the show. We looked very, very cute together in our matching CHGO Blackhawk shirts. So that's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free t shirt from the CHGO Locker when you make that $50 or more first time deposit at Points Bet. And they've got their new feature live nba same game parlay for the first time ever you can build your perfect live nba same game parlay only with points bet perfect as the playoffs heat up combine your favorite bets anytime during the game and if you want more you can always boost your live same game parlays watch live parlay live and boost live with points bet and remember online sign up is available right now in illinois so grab your phone download the points bet app and sign up right from your couch, use that code CHGO. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet, live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700.
1: And uh, I don't know what time you guys are listening to this at home, as this is our audio only version, but we're recording this nice and early in the morning and I just took a nice big sip from my Strava CBD coffee because folks, As we've been telling you, it's a game changer, and it's helped thousands of people to improve their overall wellness and quality of life. Strawberry delivers delicious, fresh-roasted specialty coffee infused with organic, broad-spectrum CBD. That CBD from hemp doesn't make you high or hungry, but it does offer real benefits that can help you, like feeling more alert and focused without the jitters, living your day more balanced with less anxiety and fewer aches and pains. Plus, including CBD in your daily routine can even help you enjoy more restful sleep so you wake up feeling your absolute best. And with Strava it's all about quality. Everything is small batch fresh and shipped straight to your door. It comes in a variety of flavors as well as a, a variety of concentration levels of the CBD itself. So whatever you're looking for. You want a dark roast with a tiny bit of CBD in it. They got you. You want a lighter coffee with a ton of CBD in it. They got you and it's all delicious and it gets shipped right to your door. Uh, also it does get better because CHGO listeners can save 25% off their entire purchase when you use the code CHGO25. That's 25% off your entire order at stravacraftcoffee.com. That's S T R A V A and use that CHGO25 code at checkout. And if you're already a fan like we are here on the show, you can subscribe and save with Strava with the Strava Coffee Club. When you join the club, you are in control. You can save big money on all your favorite coffees and have them automatically delivered to your home and office whenever you want them to. It doesn't get much easier than that. Check out our fine folks over at StravaCraftCoffee.com.
2: So our buddy uh, Craig Morgan over at PHNX, our sister station uh, in Phoenix, wrote a piece today for their website, Going through all 31 teams and finding some bad contracts for the Coyotes to pick up, is, which is a tra- Coyotes tradition unlike any other. <laughs> so I w- went through it and looked at what, the sh- what he says for the Blackhawks. And I'm going to ask you guys, he has two Hawks on here. You guys have not seen this. I have. I want to I know if you can guess which two Hawks he suggests the Coyotes pick up to add some assets to the team.
0: I'm going to say either – I'm going to say Tyler Johnson – and Seth Jones.
2: Okay, Greg? I will say Tyler Johnson and Jonathan Taves. All right, Greg has got both of them. Mario, you did oh, one, wow. that's 50%. That's an F in every course I've ever taken. I'm <laughs> yeah. very, very sorry. No consolation prize for you. So with Taves, he lays out the contract. One more year at an AAV of 10 and a half 6.9 million cash outlay with a 4 million signing bonus. He has a no movement clause, obviously. The comment is, a shade of his former self, Taves will be almost impossible to move due to his cap hit and his no-movement clause. The Blackhawks will likely need to ride out the final year of his and maybe Patrick Kane's salary. Tyler Johnson, two more years and an AAV of $5 million, $8.5 million cash outlay. Uh, given the impending rebuild of the Blackhawks, it's unlikely that the Hawks will be parting with any picks or prospects of any substance. They're desperately short on both, and if anything, would be doing the same thing that the Coyotes are doing. So there you go. Yeah. Those are the two, and Craig is right on it, man. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. Well, the other, the yeah. other thing you have to consider, too, is you think Jonathan Taze would want to play in a uh, college arena? No. I don't think so.
2: No, I don't. <laughs> no. Absolutely so, not. Yeah. yeah. You
1: know, it, it, like, I don't see, as he mentioned, I don't see either of those happening just for the fact that you know the, the Hawks aren't going to give the Coyotes – draft picks or prospects to take these deals right you know, they're not yeah. in that position they better not be and I don't think Kyle Davidson I think Kyle Davidson knows no, that he,
0: he knows they're not
1: yeah so I mean right uh, the only thing that I had an issue with there was writing out the contract of Patrick Kane yes yeah, so let's write out another 95 point season that would just be brutal I can't believe they're gonna <laughs> do that
2: yeah I, I you know I don't know The what well, we have all summer to get to it but it's just interesting that. Other teams are seeing what we're seeing. You know, Craig's been covering the Coyotes forever, covering hockey forever. He knows it. He knows the sort of situation the Hawks are in. And guess what? So does every other GM in the game. So right. yeah. it should be noted, by the way, Tyler Johnson has a 20-team no-trade clause. So there's 20 teams on that list. Mm. So that's something who are the, who interesting.
1: Who
0: are the 20 teams? Let's, let's figure it out. I don't have the 20. <laughs> <laughs> let's guess. Bet you,
1: I bet you one of them is the Coyotes. I would bet so. <laughs> yeah.
0: That sounds yeah.
2: accurate. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. it's it It's – I know we, we, we say, like, oh, we have all offseason, to have all this news, and it's just like, I really don't see the Blackhawks doing a ton. Like, I really don't think that they have a lot of, you know, splash-worthy flexibility to do anything kind of crazy. I think we're going to have a lot of, like, I think the draft will be interesting because now they f- officially have no shot at a first-round pick this, this draft. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens on day one, if, if Davidson gets a little uh, creative with that. Um, but I think, as you know, as far as you know, free agency and, and moving players, I really don't think they have a lot of flexibility to do a lot. So I, I, I would say to Blackhawks fans, like maybe temper your expectations on, you know, moving parts and kind of figuring out, you know, oh, is 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 the full rebuild roster going to be done this off season? No, they 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 can't do it. So we'll see what happens
2: though. All right, before we yeah. get to the uh, NHL playoffs, the IIHF World Championships begin today. Um, there are a number of Blackhawks involved in that. There's Seth Jones as a captain. Sam Lafferty is playing for Team USA. Uh, Philip Kuryshev is in the tournament. Eric Gustafson's in the tournament. Am I missing anybody? Uh, Caleb, uh, Caleb Jones. Caleb yes.
0: Jones was uh, actually sent home. He has oh, I missed a, that. Yeah, he, it just, just this morning, uh, Chris Peters reported it. Um, he had a an injury that i think he was dealing with that he was trying to play through and then either got re-aggravated or just wasn't going to be worth it uh so he
2: was sent home all right so i've been looking for tv uh schedule things here and i finally finally found it if you want to watch the iihf worlds uh they will be on nhl network you can also see them on sling tv fubo tv or ESPN+. If you're listening in Canada, thank you. Uh, TSN, RDS, uh, tsn.ca, or the TSN app. Uh, there are some games underway today, including USA. Uh, they're playing Latvia today. So it uh, should be interesting. I don't know. It's extra hockey to watch if you've got time for that.
0: Sam and Seth have both scored in, in uh, the USA game today. And Seth's goal was on the power play. <laughs> of course it was. <laughs> of course it was. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was, a, yeah, the s- second goal of the of the of the opening period, Seth Jones on the power play, and I, I literally well, wanted to throw my phone.
1: <laughs> well, see, this is the key to the Blackhawks' power play success next season. you got to get more Latvian goalies in the there NHL. You go. That's how yeah, they'll yeah. score more that
0: power play goals. Well, that, it's, it's, yeah. it's
2: Merz Lincoln, so, I mean, it's no, it's no scrub. Don't do it. Don't do the Elvis has left the building, Jay. Don't do it. <laughs> All right, I didn't do it. Thank you. Mean, you. you mean you Good mean job. future
1: you mean future Black Hawk Elvis Merzlikens? Oh God! Hey,
2: you guys are gonna have to get like a prod for me uh, <laughs> after games if I'm like Elvis has <laughs> <laughs> just shocked me. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. We're just gonna keep you in that little corner
1: where the furnace that doesn't work is is in the uh, yeah in the office. What
2: we'll have, to have uh, our guy Kevin Kaduk, who is a big Elvis fan, he'll have to be our Elvis Merzlikens correspondent. I think he'd be there down for that. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. So last night was awesome. (laughs) I mean, it was was, for you guys. (laughs) I had to sit and watch the Ice Hogs get their asses handed to them for three hours. Yeah, yeah, it
1: sounded fun.
2: Yeah. Oh my God, it was great. I uh, the the Maple Leafs Lightning game was so great and so intense, and that overtime was just chaos. And you're watching these games, and you're reminded of the glory days of the Hawks. Mm-hmm. As Tavares moves the puck to this all-star and that all-star, and now this all-star has it to this all-star, and this guy's an all-star <clears> too. Yeah. It's like Jesus! Both <laughs> they're just stacked. Four lines of really great players, six defensemen that can play. It's just oh my god! This should, god. It this just should remi- be a
0: conference final. Like oh. this is these are these are such good such good teams is deep with talent and it's just a damn shame that it has to happen in the first round but you know what i seven games of this is is perfect like this deserves seven games and yeah it was last night was 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 crazy and history was was on the side of both teams the the leafs historically uh, in recent years cannot close a series and they didn't and the Lightning historically don't lose back to back games, and they didn't. So yeah. now it's all up in the air in, in game seven.
2: I wrote in our all CHGO preview of um, the playoffs that I expect the Leafs to lose in the most painful way possible. <laughs> this would be it. And I think that might be happening. I, I don't know. Yeah. They're, they're so damn good, though. And you can't, like, it's not the laundry's fault that the team's history hasn't <laughs> been good, right? Like, it's not the jersey. It's, no. you know, so I, 10 years ago or whatever, of whatever happened in Maple Leafs has nothing to do with today. But as we mentioned before, when we were talking about Austin Matthews a couple days ago, that pressure in Toronto is unmatched in the NHL. Just the scrutiny oh, yeah. and what, all the things that are being written last night and today, they're going to see that stuff. They can't escape it. It's not like here where Hawks fans can just turn on the TV and not see anything about them in toronto it's just 24 7 man oh yeah uh every,
0: every show will talk about it
2: but i found myself watching that game and rooting for the leafs hard and i know that a lot mm. of hockey fans hate them i just i think they're exciting and i love watching austin matthews play and i hope they pull this out i'm ready for some fresh blood and, and look at the leafs get by the lightning you know you can make an argument they can get all the way to the cup final so uh, I, I'm rooting for the Leafs. I know I'm probably on an island there, but uh, <laughs> but you said seven games is perfect. I'll take as many as you want. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> it's just been awesome. If they if they want to do a best of twenty five, like go for
1: it. <laughs> right.
2: Like, yeah. Seriously. Yeah.
1: I uh, the one thing I found funny. Well, at the at the Wolves game, Ice Hogs game. You know, when Brendan Hagel missed the open net late in the period, my Twitter feed just, like, blew up. Like, oh, no, Brendan Hagel, like, 50 straight times up and down. It's like, oh, no, what happened? What did he do? Um, and then he, But then he, and he factored in on the game winner, so all good there. But I, I don't know if you guys saw the clip. Uh, It was making the rounds on Twitter, and I retweeted it. Uh, It was a live shot of the like outdoor watch party in Toronto, Uh right when right when the overtime goal was scored. And it's you know if if you if you get pleasure from other yeah, if you get pleasure of seeing sad hockey fans, and go check out these (laughs) clips. But there was one; they zoomed in on one guy wearing a Tampa Bay jersey, and you know their color scheme are very. similar. I mean, they almost have identical jerseys, but he's wearing a Tampa jersey. The goal gets scored. Everybody's just down. He doesn't cheer. He quietly takes his jersey off and just leaves. <laughs> like, I'm out of here. Like, doesn't, didn't just, it was, it's hilarious. I put it, it's on my Twitter feed, so if you, you check move. it out. It's, yeah, I was mistake. laughing so hard. <laughs> no, he was just like, listen, if the only way I'm getting out of here alive is taking this jersey off, quietly leaving, and then once I leave the square, celebrate my ass off.
0: Yeah oh wow. man yeah I, 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 I saw that clip too I was just like he is dead center in the middle of that crowd like he has to walk by so many people and there's no way he would have Not I'm saying that they would have you know brought violence upon him but he's you know better safe than sorry take the jersey yeah, off and yeah have a have a little uh, private
1: celebration that, wow. that looked like a young man that had learned that lesson the hard way once yeah. in his life and he's not about to
2: make that mistake a second yeah. time Yeah, it just hurts so bad when that happens. It hurts so bad. I was there when in two or nineteen ninety six when the Avalanche eliminated the Hawks in double overtime, and when that puck goes in, your heart just sinks. You're like, no, that can't have counted. Something, (laughs) you know, like that wasn't real. That this game just can't. There's a penalty somewhere, right? Yeah, it can't just be over <laughs> no. like that. Oh, it is the most yeah. heartbreaking feeling game, in the world. Game, game
1: seven of that 2014 uh, Western Conference mm-hmm. Final, being in that building when that puck goes off of Nick Letty's knee, it's just like, no. That didn't count. That hit off of one of our guys. That doesn't count. That yeah, shouldn't no. count. Can we change that rule it,
2: immediately right now? It can't end like yeah. this. It can't end like this. They decided it's... to change the rule when Brett Hole's foot was in the crease. They've been calling yeah, right. it that way 100% of the time all year and then they're like, yeah, but Stanley Cup. I mean, if the goal doesn't <laughs> count
1: off of Andrew Shaw's head, it shouldn't count off of Nick Laddie's knee.
2: I agree. Even though one happened before the other,
1: but still. <laughs> All
0: right. Yeah. Retroactively take away the goal. Yeah. We're, we're going back to overtime.
2: Yeah. Yes. Replay uh, that whole series. Uh, also, we got Hurricanes and Bruins heading the Game Seven after Bruins uh, win five-two last night. Didn't get to see that one. I was uh, I was managing a very successful softball game. Thank you very nice. much. Nice. 10 win. With a bases loaded strikeout to end the game, we won. Ooh. We were the home team. It was beautiful, beautiful. Good job, Cherry by the Bombs. Cherry bombs. Thrive. That's a good, that's a good <laughs> one. Cherry
1: Bombs thrive in pressure situations. That's, that's, that's right. Uh, that's all coaching, my friends.
2: I think so. <laughs> I think so. I had. I had. There was one point in the game. We had one bad inning where we just could not put. You know, the ball was getting thrown all over the place. So I, I'm like, timeout, out, Rump. I walk to the mound. I go, everybody, come here. <laughs> the whole team comes. to I go, chill out. <laughs> Slow down and chill out. Okay, go play. <laughs> yeah. like everyone's like their hair on fire.
1: Need a need a breather.
2: Yeah, stop watching the
1: White Sox play defense and do it the right way. Yeah,
2: really. <laughs> Just don't watch Chicago baseball for an example. Um, we also had Oilers and Kings. The Oilers tied the series with a four-two win. I find my, I'm finding myself rooting for the Kings too.
0: I picked the Kings. I figured though. I figured if there was a, a team that was ripe for a first round uh disappointment other than the maple Leafs, it was the oilers and we'll I'm see what happens cheering, in game seven
1: i'm cheering for the oilers not because i like them by any means but um a with you with austin matthews jay give me a million games of connor mcdavid
2: yeah
1: right um it's hard to cheer against duncan keith even though he's kind of ooh boy Oof, um in a rough couple games and I really, really, really want to see a battle of Alberta in the playoffs again. Calgary, Edmonton in the second round would be just glorious. All Old right. Old school you rivalry. My you changed my mind. Okay,
2: yeah. you changed my I mind. I want
1: that, because you know what? Flames and Stars versus the Kings,
2: I don't know if I'll even watch any of those games. That sounds boring as hell, but Oilers-Flames, <laughs> sign me up. Yeah, okay, yeah. And, and remember, if the Oilers get to the Cup Final, which is, oh, that's going to happen, uh, that third-round pick the Hawks got for Duncan Keith becomes a second.
0: Well, he has yeah. to finish uh, top four in ice time. And- is it
2: ice time? By the way, I wanted to clarify It's ice time, yeah. Ice time among defensemen or ice time on yeah. the team? Defensemen. See, I think that's attainable. It, it is.
0: It is unless he Darnell, c- unless he continues to uh, play this way, uh, yeah. they might. I don't know. They might start benching mm. him a little bit.
1: If if Darnell Nurse keeps getting suspended, they got no choice.
2: Yeah, that's wow. true. Talk about like it, that...
1: butts. Yeah. Oof.
2: All right. I guess we should get to the uh, the, the other being, one. <laughs> the
0: only one that didn't give us a game seven. Those bastards.
2: God yeah. Almighty, man! The Wild yeah. Blues win five to one. And that is representative of the game. The wild just did it's not look pathetic. interested in playing at all. No. Yeah, it was
0: bad. No. It just yeah, yeah. It, dead it, from it, the start.
2: You, the ice was tilted for the blues. That I mean, that game was over quick. It felt like that. Old it Nick
1: yeah. Well, I saw that goal on Twitter. I saw the video. What just a pathetic effort by everybody in a white jersey on that play. They had four right. it was he was the only guy on the ice. For the Blues, they had him surrounded by the entire team. They all let him just shoot, and then Cam Talbot just, how do you let that shot go in, buddy? That's brutal. Yeah, he was not good. Once, once, well, oh, gee, a goalie that hasn't played in a month, (laughs) put him in an elimination game, see what happens. Shocking. Like, just a dumb decision. No offense to Cam Talbot. He had a great season, but that was just a bad move. But it wouldn't have mattered, because even if Flurry was playing, the Wild just... Pathetic. They, work they would not effort. have
0: helped him at all. No. No, they, they
1: should wouldn't. be ashamed of themselves. They should they should just be they should just feel shame about how they <laughs> performed last night. In an elimination game to just phone it in, that's that's an indictment on every single one of the every single player in that locker room yeah. and, and it, coaches.
0: Well, and it's not like they have sixteen million dollars in dead cap coming next year or anything.
1: Yeah. Well yeah. Oh, wait, you know,
0: oh, uh, oh wait, they do.
1: Yeah, you hate to see it because it's, it's hard to root for anybody from Minnesota just because of the past with all of our rivalries. But you can't let the Blues win for crying out loud. Right,
0: yeah. This
1: makes me this makes me dislike the Wild even more because I can't beat the team I hate even more. So it's, yeah, that, that just, man, just after game three, I thought, oh, man, the Wild have got this. They're in control. The Blues yeah. go to Jordan Bennington. Who's been bad all season long, and the Wild just fold. It's just awful. It's disappointing. I would imagine a lot of people in the Twin Cities today are disappointed and and angry. They should be angry. That they effort those be. last three games was just a waste of a season, a waste of an opportunity to do something special.
2: Yeah, it's it sucks, and it's funny. I just out of curiosity, as we were chatting here, I went and looked at like the fancy stats. Went to Natural Stat Trick and the wild had every advantage but if you watched that game it did not no they like they they were not it felt like the blues had the puck the entire game it like the shots were pretty close the ch- you know what i mean the chances were real close but the blues were the better team start to finish and and i yeah. you know maybe it's because it's the playoffs but for the first time i was really feeling seeing seeing brandon sod in a blues uniform like, man, it, didn't, it didn't bug me in the, in the regular season, but yeah. something about, like, a playoff atmosphere and they're about to clinch and, oh, man, it was just, they, the camera ISOed on him a bunch last night. And I was just like, man. Yeah. A- again, it's like watching the Leafs and watching that game, like, all the memories of all these great players the Hawks had when they were winning cups. And it, it is a stark reminder of how far they have to go. Yep. Ugh. And how far they fell. Yeah, yeah no doubt. Uh, oh, it's Friday the 13th, by the way, everybody. Happy nice. Friday the 13th. Sweet. All right. Uh, to, to those who celebrate. To Don't those who nervous. celebrate. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, so tonight. Yeah. We, to to we,
0: one in particular that celebrates.
2: We yeah. have three game sixes uh, in this one uh, this evening. We've got Rangers uh, at Penguins. Puck drops at 6 p.m.
0: Doesn't look like Sidney Crosby is going to play.
2: That's a big loss. I'm going to go on yeah. the record and say that Sidney Crosby not playing is, is significant.
1: Yep. That, that is some that is some hardcore analysis right there. That
2: is, that's <laughs> why you feel? become a member. I, 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 I
1: think, uh, yeah, I think we're going to get a Game 7 in that series.
2: Do we have any idea? I know it's the playoffs, so information is scarce, but any idea of like the severity of the injury? Is it like a one-game thing or a long-term thing? Well,
0: I mean, he so he, he did travel back with the team um, after the game, and... I know from con- with concussions they don't let you fly, so right. I, I, I think it may not be um, it may not be that. But again, I'm I'm not you know I don't have that information, but I'm just kind of speculating. Mm-hmm. Um, but it may not be that you know he might have I don't know it could he got hit up high, so it it could, it could be a number of things. Um, but yeah, as far as as far as I saw from 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 Twitter this morning, it, he wasn't at practice, so probably won't be in the game.
2: Yeah, I wonder if they're down three two if he plays. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, depending on what it is, right? Because yeah. that that hit was weird. Like it's, it, you're right. It was up high, but he also kind of got twisted with the hit too. So you yeah. could be dealing with some sort of muscle pull or uh, a sprain of some kind. Like there's a lot that could have gone wrong in that play.
0: Well, yeah. and on and on the on the bench after the play, he was like kind of like rubbing at his nose. So I wonder, I, maybe he like a busts something in his nose or something like that. I don't I don't know.
1: Well, the Jacob Truba body count has been pretty impressive this year. Actually. Yeah, right. I'm not saying he's a dirty player, but, man, he knows how to pick his spots to get guys in vulnerable situations. Um, you know, we, we saw what he did to Jujar Cara. Um that, not-
0: that one, I will say, was... I, that one had I. That felt very calculated. Like I'm, yeah. I'm braining this guy. it was, guy. Yeah. It,
1: was uh, it was unnecessary, completely unnecessary. And yeah. then the very next game, he injured Nathan McKinnon. Uh, mm-hmm. it just he seems to be a guy that man. Oh, this guy's in a vulnerable spot. I'm gonna be a dick and try and end his night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm not a fan of that. So I don't. You know,
0: I, I won't say the Crosby hit had the same feeling. But yeah, it was—it's another high hit from a guy who has done it multiple times just this season, and has yeah. a reputation for you know hitting guys like that. So, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not he not doesn't gonna have the him, benefit of the doubt with me.
1: Yeah, no, I'm not going to call him a dirty player per se, but I'm just going to say he's a guy that takes advantage when guys are in vulnerable situations, and you know that is what it is. But if it ever gets to the point where he's laying on the ice because he was in a vulnerable situation, I'm not going to feel sorry for the guy. So. Um, <laughs> That's well, he, just
2: how it is. I mean that, you know, twenty years ago, that's the mentality. Like, ooh, a guy right, with his right. head down, let's all kill him immediately. Scott that, Stevens was on every I highlight film for a reason, say, yeah. you know. It, yeah. it, but that's just not the game anymore. And, and yeah, I was gonna
0: say Scott Stevens' highlight reel is all illegal hits in in, in this in this age of the. Yeah, NHL. Scott
2: Stevens would have been would have had a,
1: a, a two season career had he played <laughs> now because he would have been lifetime banned
2: by now already. Yeah all right next up we got the panthers at the caps six thirty p.m central time uh that game's on tbs this is the night right the, the panthers send the caps home it was it was a valiant effort um but I, the panthers are the cream of the crop to me in the east and i think uh i think they they send the, the caps home or, or leave them home i guess is more appropriate oh. I'll, I'll
1: agree with that, just because the way the Capitals have lost the last two games, yeah it's got to yeah. be
2: defeating. They were
1: up a goal with, what, less than two minutes to play? Less than a minute to play? I don't remember exactly what it was. It was very late. They, they gave up the tying goal, then losing overtime. Up 3 nothing in the second period, and you lose in Game 5. Um, yeah, good effort. I think the Panthers are going to win this one. And plus, they have to because there are points bet play of the week again for right. the third straight week. Go. And that, you just don't lose on the points bet play of the week when you bet the Florida Panthers.
2: That's well, exactly you're not right. supposed to. Uh, then we've got the Flames at the Stars. Flames up 3-2 in that series. 8.30 p.m. puck drop on TNT. Now that the Wild are out, I'm adopting the Flames. They're my yeah. new playoff team
0: they're they're a very complete team and Dallas has Dallas has been playing them very well yes, I, they have. I, it's you know for for all the you know flash and 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 um you know speed that a, a series like the the Leafs and Lightning have been been providing if you've been staying up late for the for the Flames and the Stars games you've been treated to uh some very gritty some very defensively minded hockey and it's been it's been fun to watch you know it, it's it's two teams that I, I think have have some solid goaltending uh, with with both Jake Ottinger and, and Jacob Markstrom uh, in net, and it's and it's you know a Calgary team that's very deep, very complete, um, not a lot of holes in their game, and and then you go uh, on on Dallas's side and they've they've got some guys that uh, that have been impressive and, and they've been they've been hanging in it, but yeah, I think um, I think Calgary is, is able to uh, to close it out tonight.
1: Yeah. yeah, And I want, I want to watch those uniforms every night Home or uh-huh. away, best uniforms in hockey uh, But this series has definitely been the contrast to pretty much all the other series uh, We've had a lot of scoring, we've had a lot of back and forth, fast games And, and Calgary, Dallas has been more of like two, two heavyweight boxers Just standing in the middle of the ring, punching each other to see who falls down first um, it's been a def, different con, different style of play. It's been great. It, it, like There's a place for all of it. There's a place for the Tampa-Toronto style of hockey, and then there's a place for the old-fashioned, let's pound out and, and get a greasy goal and win-one-nothing style of hockey, too. So um, I, I think Calgary gets it done tonight, uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if this is a Game 7, too. Dallas just, what a coming-out party for Jake Ottinger. Good really? for him. He's God, a, he's... I, I've been a fan of his since... Uh, since he played for Team USA in the World Juniors. He's a guy that spent a couple of seasons in the AHL. Yeah. He's how he's the type how you do, he, they, the, the Stars took their time getting him to this spot. Even this year, he wasn't the guy at the beginning of this year. He started this season in the AHL, and he's mm-hmm. progressed and grown. And, man, is he having a great series. And he's a special goalie that's going to be a starter down there for a long time. So even if they can't get it done and they get eliminated tonight or eliminated in Game 7, uh, Jake Ottinger is is the goalie
2: of the future in Dallas, so good for him. I've been really impressed just with Dallas in general. I, not a lot of people gave them much of a chance and it feels like they're almost in because Vegas isn't, right? Like <laughs> Vegas just fell <laughs> yeah. apart, so so they they make it, but they have, there have been some games where they've been taking it to the flames for a little bit yeah. and uh, I've been really impressed with their performance, so whether they win or lose this series or not. Um, it, it's been an impressive thing and you got to wonder like how much does this organization have left in the competitive tank? Jamie Ben getting older, Tyler Sagan getting older, yada yada yada. But you know they've got some good young players there, and you got to wonder: Are they going to do the Stan Bowman like, uh, yeah. you know, reload sort of a thing? Or I'm curious to see what's next for the stars here. I really am.
0: Well, and it's interesting too because they were they were you know this season looking to potentially move John Klingberg yep. and. You know, here they are with him in the postseason. I mean, that's that's interesting. it's interesting to to think where they might be if they had pulled the trigger on 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 that deal. So yeah, it'll be a it'll be a good one tonight. So I think uh, so we think there's gonna be one more game seven come out of uh, come out of tonight. We got our points bet pick of the week with the the panthers closing out their series tonight, uh, plus one and a half. so uh we'll we'll hope for a, a panthers. Uh, big win tonight. And if you enjoy CHGO, get on that PointsBet app. It helps us continue to grow when you download that and use the code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets for up to $2,000, but... If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which opens up all of our web content, and you'll get yourself a free shirt from our CHGO locker of your choice. If you have any questions, email pointsbet at allchgo.com, and they'll be happy to help you out. And in case you missed it, online sign-up is available in Illinois, so you can actually download the PointsBet app right now, register your account from start to finish, all from your phone, So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.
2: All right, we're going to wrap up this show and this week of CHGO Blackhawks podcast. We want to really thank everybody who's uh, stuck with us here in the offseason. It's been great. We really appreciate it. Next week, Monday, we're going to be on at 3 p.m. because Kyle Davidson and Jeff Greenberg and Norm McIver are going to meet the media and the fans at the United Center do a little bit of a Q&A, and we will have the reaction after that. So we'll be live at 3 p.m. from our studios on Monday and then look for the rest of our schedule as the week goes on. We're going to start doing our player evaluations next week. Throwback Thursday continues, so a whole bunch of great stuff coming up on CHGO Blackhawks. So make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. Make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube page and turn those notifications on both so you know when we go live. For my partners Greg Boyson and Mario Tiribasi. I'm Jay Zawoski. Thanks for listening to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.